0: Hello, and welcome to Shelley Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelley's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison, and we also have Julie Chatfield Miller, and finally, our sister expert for today is... Carly Chatfield, birthday
1: expert. <laughs>
0: what? Ooh, what? Your birthday is in May, but we have had three sister birthdays uh, within the span of not that long—less than I ten have days. Had six birthdays in <laughs> my life.
1: <laughs> 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 no, no, no in
2: <laughs> birthdays have them early and often. <laughs> Carly is now the oldest. <laughs>
1: like today we celebrated three birthdays from our household we had three birthday cakes
2: yeah speaking of birthdays you need to be a baby when you have a birthday <laughs> at first. <laughs> uh, and tonight after dinner, our family was just talking about um, babies and we were kind of explaining to the kids what twins were, what triplets were. The idea of triplets was blowing everybody's minds. Rightly so. Ruby, our six-year-old, was talking about her future babies and My handsome husband, Corbin, asked her how many babies she could have at a time when she grows up. And she thought about it for a moment and then she said, up to four. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? I don't know. She was just very confident that she could have four babies at a time. And I said, all right. She's just like, I like this four kids situation, but I'll just get it done all at
0: once. (laughs) Yeah, Julie, you should have done that. That would have been so easy for you. Oh, my gosh. Ruby did mention something about the ease of
2: having lots of babies at once. And I'm like, girlfriend, (laughs) (laughs) tell me that after you have your first child. Then we'll we'll talk. Bravo to anyone who can have more babies than they have arms (laughs) to hold the babies. I mean, I have two arms and two babies at a time would be overwhelming.
0: Shelly, you and I had babies two weeks apart. And when I think about you tragically dying and then me having to take that baby over,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. I couldn't have done it. The big, big baby that Jet was. Yeah, my baby needed two arms.
2: It's a two arm baby. And then
0: my baby uh, was only non mobile for about, I don't know, three seconds. So, yeah. Uh, that is.
2: That is true. Uh-huh. Uh, well, this week, I I didn't have a discussion with my son about future babies, but um, we did talk about uh, future romance.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Uh, we were watching, uh, we, we have the game Villainous, the Disney game where you are villains. We have Dr. Facilier and I was like trying to explain to Jet the plot of the movie because he hadn't remembered what the Princess Frog was about. And it turns out I didn't either. <laughs> so we watched it this week for family movie night and uh, we there's a part where the prince as a frog is wanting to propose to Tiana who's also a frog currently and uh and he's really he's tripping over his tongue. He just can't get a word out because he's so nervous. And Jet's like, "That's gonna be me when I'm older. <laughs> that's gonna be me anytime I talk to a girl who's my own age." No. <laughs> like he just, and he didn't say it like embarrassed or like, "Ah, oh, dang, this is gonna be so hard." He was just like, "Yeah, that's that's my reality."
0: <laughs> that's a step in the right direction because anytime there was any whiff of romance, that would be a no go for for Jet. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, he what he did spend more of the end of the movie in another room listening than he did earlier on (laughs) i forgot how condensed the love story is in that movie so but jet jet just he he sees his future he sees the writing on the wall and he's like yeah okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's very self-aware it's good for him i was talking to a stranger right and as you talk to strangers you often talk about what you're going to name your babies (laughs) Very common, yes. (laughs) I was talking to her about how I wanted to name a baby Hazel, and her name was another color. Are you keeping this person's? Are you trying to be anonymous? (laughs) Like, (laughs) no, I just was she Scarlet. (laughs) No, she wasn't Scarlet, but that would be awesome, Violet. um. (laughs) And we decided that if I were to have twins, I would name them. Two different colors.
0: Did you say you were going to name the other baby after her? (laughs) Yes, I did. I
1: literally told her I was going to do that. But I can't remember her name. Uh, We should say,
0: even though we're keeping this person's uh, identity (laughs) a big secret, this wasn't just a stranger Carly walked up to on the street. This was a hairstylist. So, I mean, that makes it better and worse simultaneously. (laughs) Well, I'm going to keep working on what I like the best, and that's this podcast because I don't want to talk about any of this crazy stuff. What <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about is this week's topic suggested by our one and only Julie Chatfield Miller. Woo, woo. Shelly, would you like to know today's topic? I would. Today's topic is hourglasses. What? <laughs> oh, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I didn't see this one. Not that I see any of them coming, but I didn't see this one coming. (laughs) Shelly, I know you're often concerned that you won't know what I mean when I say a topic. Will you please tell the Shelly gang what hourglasses are? It is a tool by which to tell uh, certain
2: lengths of time. um, And it's got sand or something else in it. And usually a... uh, symmetrical shape so that you can flip it upside down and sand goes from the top to the bottom and then you can flip it back upside down and it will go again back down to its reusable time-telling
1: device. (laughs)
2: Eco-friendly.
1: When I think of hourglass, I think of two things, but one, the first thing I think of is like the hourglass for when you brush your teeth. And what's the other thing? Oh, the other thing is there's a haunted mansion. Hourglass in the Ooh, home, yeah. in the home collection, and it's this beautiful purple with like this haunting design, and each grain of sand is a skull.
0: Can you only talk about it with a haunted tone of voice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, gosh, oh
0: gosh. Okay, this is going to be a long one, everyone. <laughs> uh so julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like hourglasses i'm going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't and carly as our haunted shelly expert (laughs) is going to be telling us what she thinks shelly will choose are we ready yes yes okay julie let's do it but i've turned my hourglass you only have a certain amount of time (laughs) Ah! is it an hour you know what? I've never asked it. It's too personal of a question. <laughs> you can't just ask that to an hourglass.
2: <laughs> uh, Shelly, um, have you ever watched an hourglass sand sand its way down into sandy time? <laughs> yes, when I watch my uh, soap operas every day, I see that hourglass. <laughs>
1: Hourglasses are everywhere. Oh Oh, my gosh. They're everywhere.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To contradict my tone that I just said, uh, hourglasses are very soothing to watch. Watching the sand go from the top to the bottom is I'm sure a relaxation technique that some people use. Shelly, I know your son has an hourglass-ish kind of thing Thing, But instead of sand, it's like different colored liquids. Oh, yes. I don't know if he still has that, but I know he was into it at one point in his life. He has a few. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And it's just very, like, very soothing about watching that sand drop to the bottom and like taking that time to just, okay, what's it called when you sit and you just think Meditate. That's the one, baby. (laughs) Something very meditative about watching it flow down. So Shelly, if you're ever feeling stressed out, go get your hourglass and just watch it. (laughs) You should have different sizes of hourglasses for like, here's my one minute. Here's my five minute. Here's my one hour. Here's
1: my five hour hour. Hourglass That's like watching your life disappear Down into the lower part of the glass Hey Wait until Holly's turn to say that
2: (laughs) It's so relaxing You can basically watch yourself dying I mean that's just what meditation is right
0: Well not actively They don't really point you towards that (laughs) Uh, a guru comes and is like, Are you ready to watch yourself decay? <laughs> you're ready to watch your body wither away?
2: And you're like, Yeah. Jump in the, punch in the air. All visits to gurus end in a freeze frame for sure. <laughs> All mine do. And, and I visit a lot of gurus. Shelly. Time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> what is time <laughs> oh no <laughs> our glasses are wonderful if you're into symbolism Shelley, i know you have read many uh classic literatures in your time and sometimes there's symbolism in
0: there Sometimes. So just sometimes. You have to be lucky, but you might. You might. I mean, there is classic literature that doesn't. Hop on pop, classic book. Not a lot of Time, symbolism. time. What is time? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's great for symbolism. So if you ever see an hourglass in one of your classic literatures, if uh, hop on pop, there's there's an hourglass in there. Pop is like, time, time. Watch that time slip away and I'm going to rhyme about it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's very free form. <laughs> Shelley, have you ever heard the phrase "tempus Fugit? I have. Oh, you're so cultured. I know it from a musicale. <laughs> Let me guess, the music man. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. As we all know, Tempest Fugit means time flies. The hourglass with little wings on it is a symbol for time flying. So if you want to be fancy and speak Latin to someone when you're having a wonderful time with them and the time is just flying you could just look deep into their eyes and say tempus fugit and then you release your dove that you taped
1: a an hourglass to its back I thought you had taped it to the wall taped the dove to the wall <laughs> taped the dove that's
2: cruel, but taping a, an hourglass to its back, that's totally humane. Can, can I use a drone or does it have to be a dove? <laughs> you have to have the actual wings. So, I mean, okay. if you have a drone, tape the hourglass to it, tape some wings to it uh-huh, uh, of whatever uh-huh. material you choose, and okay. then, <laughs> then you can release it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so cool? Like, this is the symbol of the show that I'm having a wonderful time with you. It's also a good symbol for, like, time is running out. Shelley, speaking of, uh, I keep forgetting the word hourglass, guys. This is, this is <laughs> not good. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Thanks, my teething baby. Hourglasses make excellent, wearable, magical items. Oh. <laughs> um, in Harry Potter, Hermione, Time Turner, she uses it to study lots of different things, but also to, like, save the world. Well, sort
0: of. To, to save Buckbeak. To save a hippogriff. <laughs> My Lucy girl has a replica of that mm-hmm. a necklace that she wears not infrequently. And guess what? It's beautiful. Oh,
1: well, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so doesn't somebody use it to save the world? Why is no one thinking of Sirius Black?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess he is also saved with the time turner.
0: <laughs> yeah, why is no one thinking of Edward the Vampire in those movies? Why didn't they save him? <laughs> why didn't, <I> know. Why <laughs> Wait, didn't they no, save him? Why isn't someone thinking of the one
1: twin who dies at the end? And that was sad. <gasps> Mine was actually relevant because he got saved by a time turner. <laughs> Oh, did he? Yes. Yeah,
2: that same, when they save Buckbeak, they then use him to save the uncle. (laughs) That happens all in the same night. (laughs) So incredulous, and I loved it. Um, Shelly. Hourglasses are a very interesting way to mark time. What would a game of Pictionary be without one? So bland. So blah. <laughs> what other games do people use hourglasses for? My
0: favorite game of all times categories. I thought
2: you were going to say Scrabble. And I was like, I don't think
0: that's the case. <laughs> oh my gosh. A timed Scrabble. Let's go. <laughs> a three minute game of Scrabble. <laughs> Boggle. Yes. Cranium also. Yes. That's right. I was trying to remember what game we played a lot together. I thought of it. I just thought of the ultimate game. All right. Minute to win it.
1: Mm. Do they use time turners? I mean, like-
0: <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, why didn't anyone say Guy Fieri? <laughs> okay,
2: Shelley. My last two points come complimentary of my husband. The first one is: <laughs> any dunce can make an hourglass. You have to be some sort of genius to make a clock. So
0: Corbin is pro-dunce? <laughs> he's
2: pro-everyman. Anybody can make a, what's it called? An hourglass? Hourglass. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying since your husband has conquered the DIY part of YouTube this week that he, he's more for the everyman's DIY of an hourglass? How would you make an hourglass? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> how, Holly, how would you make an hourglass?
0: Okay, well, it's easy. You get two two-liter soda bottles, uh-huh. uh, put sand in it, and then you you connect it with this plastic thing, and then uh-huh. you swish it, swish it, swish around, <laughs> and then it makes a tornado. It's really cool, a sand tornado. That's how I would do it. I mean, isn't one of
2: those water tornado things really just a water hourglass?
0: I don't. I don't know what to tell you.
2: Uh, I think it is. Holly, thank you. I hadn't thought of that, but you're totally
0: right. <laughs> um, but Holly, how would you make a clock? Okay, well, it's quite easy. One, you cut out a piece of wood that's shaped like Elvis, but you sh- break the bottom part off from the top part. Uh-huh. And then you, And then you get... Gears in and wires, and then you put them together behind Elvis, the top part. But then you have to connect the bottom part, and then click, click, click. When it starts, and you put the battery in, Elvis's hips shake. Ooh. Uh-huh. Wow. You
2: got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Holly is some kind of genius. She's no regular right, like, dunce like the rest of us. <laughs> and I'm an everyman, because
0: I, I buy two liter soda bottles. <laughs>
2: So, Shelly, my last point, also complimentary of Corbin, our glasses are romantic. (laughs) And when he said this to me, I looked at him and said, huh? Um, And he said, it's like romance versus efficiency. It's like days of our lives versus 60 minutes. (laughs)
0: Ah yes If you're going to think
2: about the intro of 60 minutes There is a stopwatch And that means business That means time is of the essence And it's a little stressful And we're going to learn something And we might not like it But it's probably going to be good for us Days of our lives It's all about romance, drama, intrigue (laughs) Hourglasses (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you know what? You know me, Shelly. I'm all about that romantic lifestyle. All about not having a stopwatch. Um, <laughs> so now uh, Corbin needs to go out and get a, a decorative hourglass for our, our house, I guess. Maybe one that's really spooky. Or one filled with asbestos. <gasps> he could get it from our new house. Just, just scrape it up from the floor. <laughs> and that's real. So, Shelley, hourglasses. They're, they're, they're soothing, they're beautiful, they're symbolic, they're um, romantic, they're for the everyman, the dunce in us all. Shelly, choose hourglasses. Thank y'all.
0: That was very good. I, I loved the energy of that, and now I'm about to bring it up ten notches Ooh. with all my anti-points, so get ready. All right, I'll turn over my hourglass again. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, I think you should be anti-hourglasses for these reasons. The first reason is hourglasses are antiquated, outdated, and emaciated. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know me. I am a woman for women by women, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I have all sisters, and I have one mom and a dad that I like a lot but he's not a woman so he's not a part of this particular conversation. I think women are great and I love them and they are relevant today as they have been every day since they've existed. Uh-huh. <laughs> but something that has haunted us throughout the ages is the hourglass. Why? The hourglass figure has been uh lauded by the patriarchy for some time, but we don't all look like an hourglass. If the hourglass never existed, then we wouldn't have to be under that kind of pressure. <laughs> so,
1: that a pair would be the pressure.
2: <laughs> if we all had swinging hips clocks, then we'd all have to be just swinging our hips all the time. <laughs> no,
0: then then the pressure would be on the patriarchy to all look like Elvis, <laughs> which I'm trying to get going with my uh, my petition right now. <laughs> Even more than that, uh, our glasses, we just don't need them in our modern lifestyle. Just like we don't need uh, anything but bo- body positivity, we need uh, our Apple watches. We need our digital clocks. We need our clocks that tell us, hey, it's about to be morning time according to this light that I'm brightening, brightening. So your body will think it's morning time even when it's not. Uh-huh. By the way, we mentioned that my husband got one of those alarm clocks and and it's very powerful effective on my uh well-being. So I may invest in a sleep mask. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 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 but they uh, just the people needed them at some point, but they don't need them anymore. I am all about modernism and futurism and I, and feminism. Those are, are my <laughs> My isms. <laughs> so what's your favorite time-telling device that you have in your life? Well, I'm of two minds. I have a favorite one and I have one that I use the most often. Most often is on my DVR, the little digital light display that is at the front of my DVR. I don't like open my DVR. And <laughs> what time is it? Uh, but my favorite one of all time got washed away. In the Pacific Ocean, a long time ago when I was a senior in high school, I had eaten enough cereal and sent away for a Bart Simpson skateboard watch (laughs) that I wore all the time and was so careful with. And then when I was on a beach trip with my family and my wonderful boyfriend, I followed my boyfriend into the Pacific Ocean with it and it got gunked up forever. So I'll never forget you digital Bart Simpson watch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Now I'm like having flashbacks. I wasn't expecting this in an hourglasses (laughs) conversation, but here we are. Just like the sands of time. (laughs) Uh, Shelly, I also think you shouldn't like hourglasses because they are a unitasker. That is a term that I learned from our friend and yours, Alton Brown, Food Network star and all around cool dude. And he hates in the kitchen a unit asker, an item that does only one thing. So he doesn't love a gadget in a kitchen that only does one thing. I also don't love a gadget in life that does one thing. I want everything to do more than one thing in my life, which is why I am a jack of all trades. These hands can't just do one thing. They need to do all things uh, or some things, a lot of things. An hourglass is just one thing. It just does one thing. It measures time, a specific amount of time. And like we alluded to before, no one can know exactly how much time because <laughs> it's not like it's like engraven upon it or on each each grain of sand is like one second, three seconds. But what if you're using the time in many different
2: ways? Like, I'm going to time cooking this rice. I'm going to time brushing my teeth. I'm gonna,
0: like, is, does that count as many tasks? No. I mean, it does count as many tasks, but it only for you. You are a multitasker doing all of these things. But for an hourglass, it's a unitasker because it's only measuring time. <sighs> time marches on. <laughs> How many more of these do you have? My goodness. <laughs> of them. I'm just full of them. Shelly. Carly alluded to this next point that I have, but I hope that we don't dwell on it too long because life is generally a bummer right now. So let's just say this thing and then we'll move on. Shell, you shouldn't like hourglasses because they remind us of the ephemeral nature of existence, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. <laughs> oh, man, an ash, an, an ash, ash hourglass, gun. hourglass would <laughs> be, that would be a little Bleak. (laughs) When I die, I want all of my ashes to be separated between my four sisters and they will have hourglasses of me. That will be so gross. My husband's (laughs) going to be so mad when he hears this, which he never will because he doesn't listen to our podcast. But
2: that'll be even creepier than my haunted mansion
0: hourglass. (laughs) He does not like the idea of me being cremated at all. So he he will not like that. But I like it as a joke and a goof. So deal with it. (laughs) Like has been mentioned previously, hourglasses are only there to count time. And time, as you said, marches on. And it never goes back unless you're a Hermione Granger in which, good job, you got a good life on your hands. You are so smart and beautiful, Hermione Granger. Thank you (laughs) for everything.
2: (laughs) I guess how do you know Lucy isn't using hers all the
0: time? You know what? I would adore if that were the case. She is (laughs) such a cool girl with a lot of interests and talents. So Uh I'm all for it. What would she do if she had a time turner? Here's what I think she would do. My house is littered with half-finished craft projects of all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think she would just like work on those a little bit at a time. I also think she would do it to listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of just hit the song on repeat, you just turn the time back, listen to the song again. Yeah, it's a little tricky, you know, to get how many turns back. But she's smart. She's a smart girl and I love her. Good job, Lucy and Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Feminism forever. Okay, so uh, time moves on and it's sad and and eventually it won't be sad because we won't have a, a consciousness.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this episode is so dark and haunted. <laughs> I know.
0: Who would have guessed a, a, a show about hourglasses would be as spooky as it's <laughs> turning out to be? So, Shelly, I have two more points why you should not like hourglasses. My penultimate point is hourglasses can only come in manageable sizes, and I like things that are unmanageable. (laughs) (laughs) So, an hourglass holds only one purpose, to tell the passage of time, but the only way to do that is to activate it. To activate it, you must turn it upside down. It's an absolute can you activate an hourglass that you can't pick up?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yes. Yes.
2: That How? sounds like a question you would meditate on <laughs> as you're watching sand <laughs> fall through an hourglass.
1: So, if it was an hourglass that like was attached to a machine and you could crank it, so you can't pick it up, <laughs> but you can turn it upside down. So it's attached to a machine. simple machine, a
0: lever and pulley system. <laughs> Okay, I have yet to see an hourglass like that, so maybe that's my uh, (laughs) stupidity and naivete. But I want big hourglasses, really big, huge. I can't have one because I'm not very strong in my muscles, uh, my arm muscles specifically. I have crazy huge muscly thighs, but that won't help (laughs) me at all. Well, if you lift with your thighs— <laughs> well, you're supposed to, you're supposed to lift with your legs and not your back. So that does make sense, but ultimately it's not going to help me for an unmanageably sized hourglass.
2: What size of hourglass are you wanting? Are you wanting like a 25 day hourglass? <laughs> <laughs> and be in that thing.
0: <laughs> I work best under a deadline, so I would want one that is big enough to hold all of the time of my remaining life.
2: Oh, my god! Well, you don't ever have to turn it over. <laughs> uh, just
0: the one time when I first get it that's true
2: you order it on amazon you have to do you do have to
0: flip it over that one time and then you know when you're gonna die i guess (laughs) i'll just i'll just know how long i have to do all the things that i want to do in my life so it's like a bucket list hourglass Uh (laughs) Uh uh-huh and so then if i get all the things done really early then i'll know how much time i have to chill If I have a hard time achieving all my goals, then I'll know how to prioritize them because I don't have that much time left. (laughs) That's so dark. (laughs) Uh, Can I say a thing about bucket lists?
2: Uh Uh-huh. Do you guys know the, like, how full is your bucket story? Everybody has a bucket. And when your bucket is full, you feel great. And when it's empty, you feel sad. So we, we made our own little lists of things that fill our bucket And now the kids talk about their bucket
0: list. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is on my bucket list. (laughs) Oh, that's adorable. That's a good idea. I'm going to steal that for my kids. Do it. Okay. Shelly, I have one more point as to why you should be anti-hourglass. If I haven't already convinced you with my very dour and sad points, (laughs) Uh (laughs) this might be the saddest of all. Get ready. Oh, no. Shelly, you should be anti-hourglasses because one almost killed Jasmine, and for that, I will never forgive them. And then I wrote in really <laughs> fine print, see also Owen Wilson and Steve Coogan. What? What? What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, I like that your point says that you will never forgive
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> Hourglasses in general. Uh, <laughs> So, Jasmine, who is she? She is my best friend from the movie Aladdin, my favorite Disney movie. Uh, and you know what? She's even cooler in the live action one because she becomes Sultan at the end, but her song, much worse. Bad song. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine was a pawn in Jafar the Bad Guy's Game. He captured her and said, You shall go in this hourglass, and I shall make Aladdin. Come, and then you will die, and he will die. And, you know, and Jafar, really good bad guy, my best friend bad guy, for sure. (laughs) But even with all of my best friends in one movie, the hourglass remains my least best friend. (laughs) It really did almost kill Jasmine. And she was wearing my favorite colors at the time, red and gold. So (laughs) best friend colors. Best friend Jasmine <laughs> She's like, Holly,
2: friend. this is for you But She's she's wearing bad guy colors He I
0: puts know. her in that outfit <laughs> Well, like I said Jafar, my best friend, bad guy <laughs> That's
2: so. true Well, And he knows what color will look great on her Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> he's uh, He's Designer. quite fashionable for a bad guy
1: he He's is, a jack of actually. all trades Just like Holly loves <laughs> Holly loves it
0: Yeah, best friend so then, uh, in this fine print, I wrote see Owen Wilson and Steve Coogan. Those boys are better known, well, in this context, as the the small miniatures in the Night at the Museum movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, do they get put in an hourglass? One of them does. His name is Owen Wilson. <laughs> I, this is now sounding vaguely familiar. Steve Coogan comes and and breaks it and then he saves his friend. They were enemies at the beginning. They have a bromance for the ages. (laughs) Yes. And how could an hourglass come between them? Evil, bad, yuck, forever. (laughs) 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 So, Shelly, I hope that you feel similarly as I do about hourglasses because if you don't, You, too, may become my least best friend. Oh, dear. (laughs) Wow, the stakes are sky high. (laughs) I know. So, Carly, as our Shelly expert who's known her for many ages, in fact, I have an hourglass right here that says it's been about 30-ish years. Yes. What do you think Shelly's going to choose about hourglasses?
1: I don't think Shelly is into darkness and creepiness and death and... (laughs) pondering life as, as, as it falls away from her. And also, she is not very strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shelley, Big weakling. So she may struggle to turn over our glasses.
2: <laughs> I can't even brush my teeth. Well, are you brushing your teeth for
1: 25 days?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Wow, isn't that
1: right? <laughs> so I think Shelley will be anti-hourglass because they evoke so much negativity in the world, and I think that she will not just dislike them. I think that she will sign a decree that declares that all hourglasses all over the world shall be broken, and that <laughs> uh it's going to be like King Stephen. And spinning wheels. And uh-huh. the world just won't need them anymore.
2: I mean an evil fairy did tell me that my son would someday prick his finger on a broken hourglass and die. <laughs> no, on an intact one. Oh yeah, an intact one. <laughs> He'll prick his finger on an intact hourglass and die.
0: What if it has a chip? No, not even that. Mint condition. <laughs> Why didn't my fairy sound like that? Hey, mint condition. I don't know. Carly, that was majestic. (laughs) But now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most vape shop podcaster, Shelley. If you had a vape shop, what would you name it? Vape o'clock. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: speaking speaking
2: of vape shops the one that's like a block away from my house has neon signs out in the front of it i noticed Whoa. when i was taking my dog on a walk
0: best place to go right there <laughs> yes shelly what do you think about hourglasses? I
2: feel like I have just had emotional whiplash because Julie (laughs) was talking about all like the calm and peaceful and beautiful and romantic things about (laughs) hourglasses. And then we went to doom and gloom territory and like, I feel exhausted. (laughs) Julie, you said that they were very soothing, relaxing and meditative, where Holly says that you can watch your life pass you by as you sit watching an hourglass. Um, and then what is time? Uh, <laughs> wonderful for symbolism. Uh, that is true. You do see them a lot in movies and books, etc. to be like, here goes time. Here goes. <laughs> watch it go. You're either running out of time or you're almost to your destiny or, I don't know, whatever. Or... You can look at that and say, this this stupid symbol only does one thing. It tells you that time is passing. It's not doing any other jobs in this book. Uh, <laughs> other symbols have to do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess, <laughs> I guess also, uh, not knowing any time of an hourglass is tricky. Not knowing the exact amount of time that's passing, since one can never know. I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when was the last time you saw it written on an hourglass? I will get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, "Tempus fugit,"
2: great Latin saying. Um, it's an interesting way to pass time. I don't remember what <laughs> what that point was. Better the the drone with the hourglass and oh, the wings. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Right. How could you forget? <laughs> how, how could I have forgotten that? Uh, and uh that any person could make an hourglass. I feel like that's very generous of Corbin to say (laughs) because like if you were going to actually like try and make a legit hour glass with glass, I I think that would be tricky. (laughs) I do not have any glass molds (laughs) to make the right shape. No, you glass blow them. Oh, so, well, I can't do that either. I, <laughs> I watched that uh, show on Netflix, and it was terrifying. Uh, I read a romance, <laughs> a couple romance books, actually, where the guys were glassblowers, and it sounds pretty hard. And did they, <laughs> did they get horribly burned? Because that's what that would be my biggest fear. No, but he did burn his true love's painting that she had worked so hard on. <gasps> oh, he felt no. so bad. How can they ever be together now? <laughs> I know. Oh, no. I have to go back and read it again because I forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think I may have to disagree with Corbin a little bit that I don't find hourglasses a particularly romantic way to tell the time. <laughs> I mean, I guess also if you, I mean, if you had to have hourglass versus ticking stopwatch, that then hourglass would be more romantic. But I guess like having something tick down the seconds, it doesn't feel romantic to me. Mm-hmm. Holly, your your points of they're just outdated and emaciated. I mean, an hourglass figure is tricky. <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think many women are naturally that shape. And I'm glad I don't have to wear a corset mm. uh, to help me have an hourglass shape. The ephemeral nature of life. I mean, I we were talking to my in-laws earlier today, and my father-in-law did talk about how uh, he rode a bike for the first time in forever. Stopped looking at ahead of him for one second to talk to his friend, uh, crashed into a boulder and fell over his handlebars and cracked some of his ribs. <gasps> <No>. <laughs> Recently, <laughs> this week, yes. No, oh my gosh, Steve! Okay. He is fine. He won't even go to the doctor because he said he's less afraid of cracked ribs than he is of
0: going to the doctor where he will catch COVID. He is literally a medical professional, so he yes, <laughs> he can do that.
2: Yes, but he he said he didn't want to go to the doctor where there's people sick with a disease that he would catch, and then we could put him in their newly purchased and self-engraved, um, like, urns that <laughs> he, and, he and my mother-in-law bought. He's like, you could be putting me in there soon if I go to the doctor. I bet Cindy loved that. <laughs> But yeah, so I guess I've been thinking about ashes and the ephemeral nature of life already today.
1: <laughs>
2: but did you think about putting ashes into an hourglass? No, and I just think that would be that would be too spooky for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the fact that they only come in manageable sizes, I feel like I was trying to think of the biggest hourglass I've ever seen, and I don't think it was one that is unliftable <laughs> um so that's i mean that's too bad for people who like only things they can't lift <laughs> um and then what fact that one almost killed jasmine in in the villainous game i mentioned earlier that is one of the cards <laughs> there is an hourglass
0: oh i bet you meant jasmine dies <laughs> no no no, no. that would be truly evil Because even when
2: heroes come to try and fight you, you just defeat them. You don't kill them. It's very specifically worded in the rules. I guess it wouldn't be very heroic if you just murdered a bunch of people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not trying to be heroic. You're trying to be villainous. Oh, I just looked up the world's biggest hourglass, and it (laughs) does have a crank on it, Holly, so you can turn it. So there.
0: Yeah, but who gets to crank it? Is it someone like, is this an elected appointment? <laughs> an elected official. <laughs> but I like hourglasses. <laughs> Hooray! Uh,
2: I, I have, I actually got one on my birthday. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I have a few now on my like side decorative table in my living room. I have one that is I timed it an hour or a minute and 47 seconds. It's supposed to be a 2 minute timer. It's not.
0: Shame. <laughs> oh, so you're saying
2: you like inaccuracy. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um and then I have a 1 minute timer that uh is has got magnetic sand in it. And so when mm. it falls, it falls onto like a magnetic plate and it it kind of makes a cool design. Um, and then the one I got for my birthday is It's a 15-minute timer, and it's pretty and on like a stand. And uh, and we also have one so that Jet can help time himself brush his teeth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's the one that Rick bought, I can't remember where he went, but on a trip. And it's actually a tea timer. And so there's three different little timers, and one is a one-minute, one is a two-minute, and one is a three-minute. That's cool. And they're the color of the kind of tea (laughs) you're supposed to like how long you're supposed to steep it. So there's like black tea, green tea, and white tea I don't know huh. um big tea drinker huh shell no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah so I've got multiple hourglasses glasses in my house and I like them and I think they're pretty and they aren't too spooky to me <laughs> <laughs> well <gotta> get ready <laughs> uh and I just I just uh they are sort of relaxing to look at and I think they look nice and my son who does like julie mentioned like a a nice drippy <laughs> toy he <laughs> likes watching things flow that he loves them too so we we are hourglass people here in my house and i am one of them
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion about hourglasses with us. And Julie, thanks for suggesting. It was very fun. I had a good time. Booyah. (laughs) I feel so dark and empty now. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell it from the things I said, but I had a very fun and great time. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10 would do it again. But now it is time for our segment, What's Your Name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your, what's your, what's your name? And in the segment, What's Your Name?, I bring a name generator that I found on the internet to my sisters, but this week, I didn't find the name generator. Shelly Gang member Morgan Spatola brought us this excellent name generator that I can't wait for you guys to hear. It is the AIM, the A-I-M, screen name generator. Oh, <laughs> oh my ooh, goodness. Be good. Carly, did you ever have an AOL instant messenger screen name,
1: or were you too young? I think I was too young, but I really... Oh, no, I had one because I was uh, messaging Travis Hastings. That's right. I was saving this one until you were on because I was pretty sure that our Kelly,
0: being the youngest, missed out. For the AIM screen name generator, you need to have three things. A first name, a middle name, and a last name. Guess what? Our Carly Coo does not have a middle name. (laughs) And the other three of us all have the same middle name. What I'm going to do is I am going to use C for mine, H for Shelly's, A for Julie's, and T for Carly's. Ooh.
1: That is random numbers. Good job. What? Letters? They're letters, (laughs) not numbers. Are they random to you? Yes. Were they H-A-T? You know, like (laughs) 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 F-I-E-L-D?
0: Okay. Yeah. So when I tell you your AIM screen name, I need you to tell me what lyric you would use as your away message. <laughs> what? Uh, d- does this mean something
1: to you? That's very specific. It does. My away message wasn't a lyric. It was something specific for Travis Hastings. Well, guess what, dude? That's not the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just think of what lyric Travis Hastings would like. My first middle and last name makes this screen name. It is lowercase X, uppercase X, core underscore kitty underscore four twenty.
1: <laughs> nice, <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: so obviously I'm Xcore Kitty four twenty. I would have. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away <laughs> uh, as my as my uh, away. So, Shelly, your screen name is Beanie, capital B, capital B, Beanie BB, underscore, uncle, underscore, 007. Beanie, baby, uncle, 007.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what was your away message? Oh, golly. I was, this name has
2: really thrown, thrown me off because I was thinking of the... uh Originally before I even knew the name, oh what's I can't remember the band, the one Wake Me Up Inside. Wake me up inside. Come Is it Evanescence? Yeah, it or, is. okay. Yeah. I was thinking of that Evanescence lyric. So cool. I'm a cool beanie baby uncle who just loves Evanescence.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure there was more than one of those. <laughs> okay, Julie, yours is Cool Ranch underscore Brat girl, but Mm G-R-L, underscore, 300. (laughs) Cool Ranch Brat Girl, 300. Uh, I think I want
2: my away lyric to be something that I taught my children this afternoon, which was,
0: hey, Macarena. (laughs) 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 That's perfect. Uh That's perfect. Okay, Carly, yours is my favorite name. And I'm so jealous of it. So maybe you'll trade me after you find out. Your screen name is Bad Cat 911. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is a good one. Carly, what would be your away message lyric?
1: I really want people to enjoy their life. So while I'm away, I want them to think, hey, now. You're a rock star. Get your game on. You're in play. All star. You're an all star. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. <laughs> but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then everyone would read that and go like, "This lyric.
0: I think I know which song it's from, but I just don't know."
2: I would read all those "Hey nows" and go,
0: "Hey now. Hey now." This is what dreams are made of. Oh. oh, see, I was thinking, hey now, hey now, don't yep. dream it's <laughs> over. Wow, there's so many good Hey Now songs. Shelly, what about you?
2: No, because I was thinking the same one as you, Holly. Oh, well, what about Hey Ya, Hey Ya?
1: Also, that's a good not one. Hey
2: Now, though.
0: <laughs> well, Morgan, thank you so much for this name generator. It was very fun to flashback. To all of my AIM chats. Still my favorite. I wish that existed in real life still. (laughs) (laughs) This has been our segment, What's Your Name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your, what's your, what's your name? Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for another week. I had a ton of fun and, uh uh-oh, I just checked my huge, unmanageable uh uh hourglass the time is almost <laughs> running out so i better do our our promos really quick <laughs> check out com. that's s-h-e-l-l-e-y hasopinions.com there you can find all of our old episodes and you can look at how the sands of time has affected all of our faces and bodies and hair <laughs> uh, Ju- <laughs> julie and carly just got haircuts this week and so um i don't know Shelly did you
2: I haven't got my haircut in like a year and a half.
0: <laughs> Me too. Okay. So either you get two kinds of Chatfield girls one, just got a haircut, fresh haircut, two, raggedy old haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and you can look at all of them on our website. Uh, you can also find us on the family friendly podcast network, podacongo.com. There you can find all of our old episodes and also all the episodes of edutainment infotainment role-playing games you can we're adding new ones all the time and you should definitely check them out especially if you have young folk at home who just need something something so that the house (laughs) is not filled with pokemon talk okay (laughs) (laughs) actually recently it's been a lot of uh zelda talk legend of zelda very fun but I still can't stand it. So <laughs> if you go to Podacongo.com, you can find a lot of great family-friendly podcasts. But mostly, Shelly Gang, we just want you to come back next week, especially because by then, a lot of time will have passed. And who knows where we'll be, where you'll be, who will have gotten haircuts. <laughs> yeah, I can't guarantee all of those things. But what I can guarantee is we'll have a really fun time, especially because I'll be there. It's fun. <laughs> as heck, obviously, from all the things I said on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. I love bye. you. Bye bye.
2: See you later, yeah.
0: Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you? podcube podcasts from the past delivered to the future with PodCube's pseudo linear 4d adiabatic qubit streaming technology you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain what was the group dynamic with australopithecus what brand of cigarettes did the spanish inquisition smoke was leonardo da vinci a pants guy or a shorts guy you can discover with podcube listen for yourself to the flagship podcube podcast alabaster's haberdashery recorded on location In 1880, simply search Podcube, all one word, in your podcast app, or visit poweredbypodcube.com. Podcube, Podcube, the future is yesterday.